0: Hello and welcome to Sunday Messages with Fairmount Friends Church. We're so glad that you are joining us. You can find out more on www.fairmountfriendschurch.org. While in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, Pastor Brock and Alyssa Meyer created video messages for our church family. You can find the video versions of these messages on our YouTube channel.
1: Good, Good morning, church. church. So great to be back with you guys this morning on this video. And uh, what a fun week it has been as we've come through Easter week and uh, one of my favorite times of the year. And now we get to be with you guys again. Um, here we are in the empty sanctuary again, what, another week missing you guys, missing worshiping together. Um, but we've got some encouraging things to share with you today. So, uh, super looking forward to our time together. If anybody out there, you are going through some hardships and there's some difficulty in your life, whether it's your job, just the loneliness and isolation during this uh, uh, social distancing time, please uh, contact us on our website or at our church phone number. And uh, we would love to connect with you. Reach out to myself or to Pastor Andrew. We would love to connect. Um, As we jump in here today, we want to just bring good news, which is what the gospel is all about. And how can we live, even when there's hardships going all the way around us, how can we live the best lives? Chuck Colson, he wrote this book right here called, How Now Shall We Live? And I wanna encourage you in this, Christianity is more than just asking Jesus to forgive us of our sins. Christianity is a worldview. It is a way in which we see life. It's the perspective on which we ought to attack life with some energy, with uh, with vision, and not caving and hiding and, and shrieking away from but standing out in the light we're like a city on a hill and we should not be hidden we are we are a lampstand not to be covered by a bolt but to be put on a lampstand so we can shine and church I'll tell you right now is our time to shine it's shine time if there's ever been a time in the history of America for the church to be essential and to be essential business in today. I believe that this is our generation's time to be essential. We have a message of hope in the midst of loss, in the midst of sickness and disease, that, uh, that there's a way that we ought to be living and, and getting after this life that, that God would, would have for us. Yes, This was really the cry, how now shall we live, was the cry of the, of the Israel people whenever they were in Egypt and they were enslaved, and they're looking to come out into the promised land, and Moses is going to lead them out into a better life. How can we live? How can we truly come alive with what God is wanting to do with us? If you would, flip with your Bibles, flipping your Bibles with me to 2 Kings chapter seven. We see a story here where there's two men that are sitting on the outside of town because they have leprosy. And if you had leprosy, you were not permitted to be in the town. And they actually set up these other other little villages for these men to live. So they're sitting at the city gates outside of town with leprosy. There's a famine going on during this time. And they said, what should we do? Should we sit here and die? Should we go into the town where it's famine stricken? And should we die there? Should we head on to the next town and, and we'll die there? Where should we, where should we die? We're just, we know what our, what our destiny is. Should we just, where, where should we pick to die? And the one guy says to the other, he says, Why sit we here until we die? And they got up and the Bible says they started walking. They started moving. Getting after it. They started getting after it. And I'll just tell you this, that now is the time to start moving, to live, to get after it while yes. the getting is good. And what the, the prophetic word that came out for these this town, this was the town of Aram during the time, it says that, that all of the food is going to be on sale for half price, and you'll be able to fill your hands with not many shekels. The, the, the value, value exchange, the whole economy is about to shift. We see a lot of parallels right now that the economy has shifted and things are, are going on sale, and, and there's just different things going on during this hardship and even as these, this leprosy, the sickness that's coming through the land. And so they start walking into Aram. And it says that the kings and the leaders of Aram, it says that God put a sound in their ear that they heard that the kings of of Israel had come and they were all on horses and chariots. And it sounded like they had surrounded them everywhere with this troop that was coming in to wipe them out. So they hurried up, they hustled and they got all of their uh, people, men, women, children, all loaded up and they got out of town. Isn't it fascinating that they were running when no one was even pursuing? <laughs> Actually, in Proverbs chapter 28 and verse one, it says that the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as lions.
0: Uh, I knew that was coming.
1: <laughs> uh, I just got that growl in my spirit. Why are we sitting around just waiting to die when God has a much better story, a miraculous story where he wipes the enemy out even we don't we're not even pursuing and God can make a way where it seems like there is no way he opens up doors that no man can open up and the word comes back to uh, to the people of, of Israel hey aram is is empty these men are eating they're going into every tent taking all the loot taking all the gold silver clothing all of the food they're like blown away they went from death to delight. In just a moment, they went from from totally disconnected and depressed and diseased and dying to a whole new place of destiny. Just because they got up, they made a choice. Let's start moving, Mm -hmm. man. And they come in and they says, this isn't good that we just keep this all to ourselves. We need to let everybody else know so that they can come and enjoy it as well. Mm -hmm. As word begins to travel, it hits the ears of all the doubters. Yeah, that's a cute message no thanks. Oh, we know what's going to happen. Aram is actually tricking us. They've actually set up all of their army and regime around their city, and they're waiting for us to come in. Then they'll have us surrounded. They're going to kill us. Just full of doubt, full of unbelief, full of The thought that everybody's out to get me, this disease is going to kill me, all of these things bad are going to happen, so let's just go eat worms and die, right? Everybody hates me, nobody likes me, everybody's out to get me, Um, so I'm not even going to enjoy goodness when it comes to me. Mm. I don't even have the capacity to believe that there are good things lying ahead for me. I can't do it. I can't handle that, Um, so I'm not going to, to do it. There was a prophetic word that says one of the attendants of the king, whenever all of these uh, things go on sale, that you'll hear about it, but you will not partake in it. You'll hear, but you won't have. And so they started coming into the, the town slowly, one by one, says, hey, send out a couple attendants, send out a couple people that can go scout out the land. In case we lose a couple, it's not a big deal. But they start kind of giving a report on areas. And before long, they all start moving in because they hear that it's good. And so as they're moving in, the, the original attendant is standing at the city gates and the people come in droves and literally run him over until he dies. Those that wait and sit too long, while the blessing of God is flowing and the presence of God is flowing, you're sitting back and you could potentially miss what God is doing. He wants to to hit us, even in the hardship, even in, in the disease, even in things that are going, you could totally miss out on this season that God wants to do some really fun things with you. Why sit here until you die? Get after some good things in life. I'll tell you this, we all have two things in common. We all were born, we all will die. Yep. You, you got here somehow, everyone was born. And we all will exit somehow, we all will die. So the question isn't, will I die? Because I'll answer that for you, the answer is yes. <laughs> the question isn't, will I die? The question is, how will I live? Mom. How now shall we live? Mm. And we ought to get after it. Yes. Alyssa, share the story about whenever you were kind of coming into your own and God was revealing some awesome things about you.
0: Yeah. Well, at a young age, my parents really taught me, Alyssa, let God write you a great story. And they pushed me in that. And and the key is to let God write you a great story because we can hijack it very easily Mm. with control and try to manipulate our story. Right? So, one day, I found myself kind of stuck. I had the temptation to take that pen and start writing my own story. So I felt a little stuck. Um, I've always loved to run, and I've always loved horses. So I was jogging through the park in Kansas City one day, and all of a sudden, this Thing Just rose up in me and this thing was just bubbling up from my innards and it was you were made for more You were made for more stop holding back and let God write you a great story and I hear this and I'm like Whoa. So anyway, so I'm jogging on the trail and I take off running down this hill and into this valley and it's in this park area and I literally yell out I am not a trail horse. <laughs> wow. I was not going to live my life like a trail horse that just Moses along, it knows the trail on the path. Wow. I want to go off the path. Mm. I want the best story for my life. And you know what? Since then, I really have lived that out and it has brought me to you. Hey. <laughs> to Indiana, hey. never thought this. Yeah. To New Orleans to leave would Who wrote church. that story? Yeah. It was the Lord, Mm. and I thank Him for it every day. The children that I have, the blessing and favor that's on our life. Of course, it's not perfect, but when God is writing the story, hang on, it's gonna be a wild ride and an adventure and one worth living.
1: That is so good. I know I wouldn't have written the story that I'm living, being married to this woman, being a Quaker pastor. Hello. Uh, Being able to do video right now with y'all. I love it, and God is the author. And he's the finisher. He's the one that's writing the story of our faith. So let's let go of the pen, allow God to write a much better story. Hey, even in the midst of problems, whenever problems are going on, God can always, it seems like many people profit through Problems, it's problem solving, right? It's it's coming up with solutions. And in the midst of this problem, maybe God wants to drop some great ideas. How can I solve some problems? Maybe I can be profitable during this time. I don't just have to sit back and let the economy dictate my life. I don't have to just let my, my, my job or my boss, I can get incredibly creative with all of the other hours that I have in the day. We all have approximately 170 hours in a week. So if you're working 40 or 50, what do you do with the other 120 hours throughout the week? That's a lot. It's called life. Get after your life. You could have three full-time jobs. I don't encourage you to do that, but what I'm saying is that you the hunger that you could have to get after it, why are you just sitting around waiting until death comes knocking? You get life once. This is not dress rehearsal. This is actually it, and it is a vapor, and it moves. It goes quickly. In my cup of coffee this morning, as I saw the steam come up, God said, that's your life it's a vapor it is a moment this is your last little vapor of breath it's but a moment Ugh. and I'll tell you whenever there's only a little bit of coffee left it's like precious <laughs> it's like black gold it's like oh my gosh every little sip matters and can I tell you you're, you're on the last sip right now and I don't care if you're 20 if you're 80 it, the sip goes It moves, this is life. Why sit here? Because there's so much good that's waiting for you. God wants to do miraculous things just ahead. So I just wanna encourage you, just keep taking great steps of faith. There's more in store for those that obey. I was recently talking with one of my friends, Steve Ott. And Steve has had some interesting kind of transitions in his life. And God's doing some cool works in his heart. And he says this, he says how God has kind of rewritten some different pieces of my story. He says that following God is so abstract sometimes. All you have to do, he says it's hard to follow God whenever it's that abstract. Maybe you can't even follow God, but just strap in And hold on, (laughs) because God's gonna do something awesome. And I'll tell you what, man, sometimes that's my life. It's so abstract. It's just like, what in the world? I can't even kind of fully understand it, right? I can't fully understand what's happening to Aram. But I just have to obey the good news of God that He's for me, He's not against me. He wants to bring me into the fullness of joy and life. And the people's cry in Egypt, they were stuck, they were locked, they were in slavery. They said, how can I live? I just wanna live. We're all born, we're all going to die. The question is, how will you live? Not in preparation for death, not tiptoeing around through life just to arrive at death safely. Mm. But to come sliding in on two wheels, fully alive, the goal at the end is to die fully alive. Mm. Mm. And that's what we're called to. This past week at the church, we held a blood drive here and we donated blood. And I'm still rocking my... The, my proof that I donated, and He's I didn't. So proud. I'm so proud, and I didn't faint. I didn't get woozy. Barely I didn't fall over. Barely. I, my toes were all <laughs> clenched up. I was. I was tight, but I did it. And the rest of the day, I was walking around telling the kids, telling Alexa, "Hey, be careful. Don't don't touch my arm. I donated blood today. Hey, easy, easy. I donated blood today. There was just so much pride that came out in the fact that I was giving life." To others. And I want to encourage you not only to receive life today, but I want to be mindful. I need to go live a life that inspires others, that brings others into the life of Christ, and to share the life that Jesus would have me share. The best way to be the sounding voice of heaven is to live a life that's so entranced with Jesus Christ that provokes others to a healthy jealousy like oh I want that I want to be bold as a lion I want to I want to go after Aram and take all of the good stuff that the Lord has laid up for me no longer do I sit around and just wait for death I'm going to go after Life, Mm. and that's the call that God has called us to do. You with me?
0: I am with you. Come on, let's do Do this this thing,
1: girl. We're so pumped. We can't wait to be with you, church family. We love you. If you're going through it, please reach out to us. We want to just bring some life and some encouragement. We're praying for our church, Uh, but soon, very soon, we all will be together, and we can't wait for that day. We will see you right here next week. We love you guys. Love you. Bye Bye bye. Thank uh-huh. you. Let the Gotta be careful though. I You gave blood. I just gave blood. It's a good thing
0: that I had our children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you would have made it.
1: I don't know, buddy.
0: That's okay. Are I, you gonna take it off today? You think you're ready?
1: <laughs> this is a moment.
0: <sighs> I bet it has a scar.
1: <laughs> I'll that. I
0: bet you have a scar. Let's see that
1: gash. Oh. <laughs> That's intense. Oh man. Oh honey. I've no. had mosquito bites bigger than that. <laughs> so
0: Alright,
1: get your face ready. Girl, fix your face. Here we go. Okay. That's my Mexican lunch order, I could... right,
0: right in the middle of our video.
1: Priorities. Man's gotta eat. <laughs> are those attached? That was attached! Those are precious. Did you think they
0: were fake? They're luscious and long. Pull my eyelash out. <laughs>
1: Ready? Right. Nope. And the people went to Aram, A- A- Ram. Aram, 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 Back with you here. Um,
0: you seem a little flat. I mean, like I think you need more energy. Hey, it's one of my favorite weeks. It's good to get back with you.
1: Hey guys. Hey, Church.
0: <laughs> You're really cool. Bring it, some some Come on, babe. Get fired up. <clears throat> Bring it. <clears throat>
1: I just mm. need a halftime speech. Thanks for <laughs> halftiming me up You're there. You're welcome. What's up, church? What's now that? listen up. Here's the deal. We're going to bring some life today. <clears throat> if you don't know, you better, better act somebody. somebody. This is the plan. Jesus came to give you a hope and a future. God is not against you. He is for you. Don't sing it. Bring, bring it. it.
0: So we're so glad that you were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or your preferred podcasting app. Be sure to rate us so other people can know about the podcast.